And we're back. Hey. Hello, hello. everybody. How's everybody going? How's everybody going? How's everybody yeah, doing? We're even? going well so far. Pretty good. Another beautiful day of yeah. playing D&D. You know, I, it is looks it beautiful, beautiful out. Right I don't know. I, I, it, 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 is, it is really nice right now, but they were saying on the news something like that. There's a swarm coming in this afternoon, and they used the S word, and it's like, what? No. I thought it was supposed to be 66 today. Yeah, I don't know. I, I should have paid more attention because I was like, is that just northern Minnesota? Or is it going to reach us? Because I'm like, I need some outdoor time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. <sighs> yeah. So. But instead, let's hang out in our basement <laughs> for a couple hours and roll some dice. We are here for our fans, though. Yes. So we're going to bring them some excitement. So I don't have any updates. Things are just kind of cruising along. It seems like that has been the status quo now for the last four or five episodes. So there hasn't been a lot well, of... Well, we've got this nifty new audio set up, mm. so hopefully uh, everybody yeah. will notice an improvement in I, sound. I certainly and hope drops. so. I I know if you've listened to this far, you you're you've probably been a little frustrated with some of the audio quality of the of the first number of episodes. But we have some new mics all set up now, and hopefully today sounds good. And hopefully soon we may actually see see each other in person. So that would be even better. Getting vaccinated. Cool. I, feel like, I feel like that's on the horizon. But in the meantime, let's get to it. Let's do some adventuring. Let's do that. What do you think, Alar? You got it. You got a little story for us? Sure. Alar and the Topsiders once again captured Beatrix and interrogated her. She revealed the Dark Run Syndicate had been contracted by the government of Corumbray to infiltrate the Crypt Keepers. Many members had already been converted to were-rats, but will Vincent Coyne, the leader of the crypts, listen to their warnings? Find out today on Dungeon Patrol. Yes, let's find out. So I, I, I'm wondering if were-rats are just more prolific than other lycanthropes? Like, is there something about being a rat that makes them able? I don't know. Yeah, the sneakiness. They can uh, infiltrate a little easier. Yeah. Mm. Because it you seems know, like werewolves or... would be like marauding and, you know, take over villages. But, you know, yeah. were-rats would sort of creep in where you don't see them. Yeah. I think they're more found in urban areas, too, mm-hmm. like cities and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so that is a really a good question. I, or comment. We'll see where that leads. What I do at night is spend my time <laughs> reflecting upon <laughs> the nature of, of were-creatures <laughs> in the universe. Oh, oh, that's, oh. Uh, <laughs> thanks for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all have to have hobbies. Yeah, yeah, it's true. What are Triss's hobbies? Oh, I wasn't talking about Triss. I was talking about. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that is a good question. I, I, I do know Triss's who you are. Hobbies? I'm just wondering uh, what are Triss's hobbies? Oh, 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 she hasn't had a lot of time for developing hobbies, although she has now become really interested in this whole, you know, um, drawing, sketching. Thing. I think she's she's if if the time permits, she will explore that. If you need a model, sure. you don't have to look far, Tris. <laughs> nice. All right. So, well, did you uh, want to accomplish anything before going back to the red building? I did we not. got we got equipment. Yeah, we've got all the we we were going to get some climbing equipment. Yes. And I think we have I all that. that happened. We've got yeah, all that back at the place. That. We've grocery shop. I did not want them. to do more shopping, so yeah. let us go. Yeah, we know. got stuff. It is good enough. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. At some point, you guys should probably post that, like what you've actually purchased, so I have oh. an idea. But, uh, you know, we're, we're good. No, I want to keep it a surprise from you. Anything we need. Just Anything assume we bought it if we yep. need it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, this is okay. a podcast, on. Just, just you know. Just roll with it. We're, We're waiting for the endorsements to come in. So, you know, <laughs> Columbia Jackets. <laughs> now there sponsored by. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, can I, while we're doing that, I would like, um, I would, I think we need to carry a Yeti cooler with us to the <laughs> yes. dick site. Yeti is a great product. It's a good idea. I think we should stop by Shields before we go. <laughs> they have all the sporting goods needs that we. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. oh, there are dogs in the town. Yes. So, well, there, there are, are dogs, dogs in the town. 
I am guessing that lots of listeners might not know what Shields is. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a very regional. <laughs> is that too regional? Okay, that is sorry. a very regional. Yeah, so. sorry, listeners. Amazing sporting goods store. Yes. Okay, yeah. so now we Shout go out to Shields. If you want to give us a sponsorship, we'll yeah. be sure to advertise you to our huge audience yeah. all <laughs> over the world. <gasps> okay, so now we go to the red room or the. Yeah, let's go. Red building. Yes. So yeah, Dagmar, building. you do get you do get a return reply. Uh, okay. But, and there there was an acceptance from Mister Coin. Uh, we'll just say at three p.m. in the afternoon at the Red Building. Okay. So assuming everything else is taken care of, you make your way back there. Yeah. What time is it now? Uh, well, I mean, you had you had several hours, so you can determine what time you want it to be. I'd like to get there early so we can maybe scope out the place and make sure that nobody's lying in wait. Okay. You know. Like scope around the outside and is that uh, no, just I want to go and see if I can recognize people that I know to be um, members of that guild uh, at the red building to make sure that it's not a trap. Sure. Okay. Do you want to go alone or just you all show up early for drinks or what do you want to do? Um, I, I can imagine I'm a bit of a maybe like a local star. So <laughs> I think we should show up fashionably late. Yes. Oh, but then they have time to prepare for us. I would rather be prepared for them. That is also a good point. How about how about everybody goes but you, Alar, and you can show up kind of on your own. That way there's nothing to no. Yes, absolutely. I will walk in, my cloak sweeping behind me. All eyes will be upon me as I enter the red building. Yes, make a grand entrance. Okay, so, but you, I'm sorry. So you're going to go early or late then? You're splitting up. No, I like uh, Tris's idea of going early to scope the place out. Yeah, be a little I sad. would like so to go early Three well. of you show up early, right. scope it out, and then... Alar will show up late. Alar brushes his hair. Exactly. I, I got a primp. One, two, three. <laughs> come to the brush strokes, right? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Meanwhile, Alar, Alar just skyliner. He's just like, still pumping. <laughs> yeah, he's like four thousand, four thousand one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then we will just direct your attention over to the red building on roll 20 and you guys should be able to see yourselves. Um, yeah. So the three of you go walking in I'll just at this point in the afternoon, as you would expect, most people are doing their various, various and sundry jobs and the red building is pretty quiet. There's a few kind of ruffian types outside milling about Dagmar. You don't, recognize them as anybody in particular okay and as the three of you step inside the the yeah the tavern itself is pretty empty you see the proprietor and the staff there are a handful of goblins hanging out over there by the pit it uh, looks like they're playing some uh, some sort of t a game of toss or something you're not really sure what it is looks like there's some dice and something resembling a horseshoe what is that the one game oh um uh, gaga the gaga pit <laughs> The yeah, they could use the, the goblins playing Gaga. Uh -huh. Yes, I think that is it. Dagmar. And now I wonder, is that a regional thing too? I don't know. Uh, no, it was on I Bob's Burgers. It, it was oh, on Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. there you go. Uh, hmm. Okay. Dagmar, is uh, is there like a special room we're going to meet? Is there a private room? Uh, not to my knowledge. I think we're just meeting in the main room. Uh, says Dagmar, but then he considers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> We get for talking more, Dagmar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what did I say about talking and getting things wrong? <laughs> Jeff, just sit there and look pretty. Come on. Um, you do know that there is a there's a there's a basement room that could be used. You, I mean, since nothing is yet arranged, you'd have to talk to see uh, talk to Yignan and see what's happening. I might so be I able to let... get us the basement room if you want. I will let you deal with Yignon and I am going to go in over here in the corner so I can observe everybody. All right. So there's um uh, yeah. So the people in the room, I mean there's two uh let's say there's two humans at one table. They look to be slightly soused. They they kind of have a look, I mean they look just like workers. 
not necessarily mercenaries or anything. And then there's the uh, Foz, who's the, the the guy who manages the gambling. And then, yeah, the Yignan and pretty much goblins and the staff. So you can sit over there and watch everybody. And uh, Dagmar, you're going to go over and talk to Yignan? Yep. And Brokos, you're going to follow? or I'm going to just watch the goblins play their game. Okay. They they definitely seem to be entertained. It, yeah. So you, you watch the goblins and Dagmar, you walk over there and uh, Yignan looks up. He's got a sitting at the at the counter. He's got a little drink of his own, and he glances back at you. The guard next to him, he obviously is his bodyguard, has just watched you approach, but obviously recognized you. So Yignan turns his girth around and looks you up and down. Oh, I see you're back. Uh, and before I kind of engage, would I know that is it a pretty common practice to rent out this room for this type of thing? And is there typically a cost associated with it? Well, you, it wouldn't be so much renting it out as just asking to use the space. Okay. And, you know, as long as you're buying drinks. It doesn't look like there's really a crowd right now, so. Okay. But who knows what he'll shake you down for. And, uh, yeah, so I'll I'll engage him. Yeah, i uh meeting with Vincent later and uh, need to use the room, the basement one. Ah, Master Coin. The room's empty right now. You can use it. I trust you'll be ordering drinks. Yeah, yeah, we will. And well uh, enough. I'll uh, I'll give him five gold and uh, just tell him keep the drinks coming. We'll find a place for him. <laughs> so he he just you know gestures to gestures towards the stairs, uh, which are over there. And <clears throat> I will turn and if Brokos is looking at me, give him a nod and start heading off towards the basement room. And then I'll look He's- at Triss and give her a nod. <laughs> and I head towards the basement room. <laughs> and then I will glare at the room and head towards the basement. One one of the one of the humans is like gives you a nod. <laughs> <laughs> so Alar, did you have a plan on how you wanted to time it or how late were you wanting to be? And how early were you were you guys? At half least half hour. an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. You're going to be really early. Like, yeah. I need to go check out this basement room. Yep. I need to see where the exits are. Exactly. Before, yes. So We don't we don't know this guy from a stranger. I mean, he is so bad. Okay. All right. Then you guys descend the stairs. And so, Alar, you said, I'm sorry. Good time. If we're meeting at 3, I'll be there at 3.03. Hmm, let's right, see if Alar enough. knows that we're in the basement. <laughs> or if he's just going to awkwardly look around and go, where are they? <laughs> Guess, guess missed the, missed the meeting. <laughs> the meeting was only three <laughs> minutes long. That's not good. <laughs> okay, then you can head downstairs. The The stairs do take you to another large meeting room. And uh, since you're looking at the map, if you look off to the right, I have revealed the actual space. I do not see the actual space. There's another it's pit. Right, there you go. There yeah. is another pit. It looks like a private pit. It is. Private pit. Okay, is this still black on Brokos. my screen? Yeah, I know. Moneymaker. Uh, so zoom way more right. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then I just put myself in the dark. Oh, there I am. Oh, thank you. Just is in the dark. Uh, you know, I can see in the dark. All right. So, yeah, there's a there's basically a large space, and it's it's easily like a 40 by, what is that, by 60 foot room. There's four tables, and then there's a fighting pit at the opposite end, which is about the same spot as the the pit above, and there's a handful of benches. So you did you did go down. You think you're not like the ceiling is not like a wooden floor. You actually went down into almost. You think you're probably like in a cave almost. It doesn't look like a cave, obviously. But is the uh, pit look like it's been used recently? Fresh blood. Yeah. Uh, sure. If you go walking over to it, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And couple teeth. It, Can I tell what looks, kind of? Does it? Are there humanoid teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the DM man. I made that up. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's there's basically it's a rounded sand yeah. base, and and it is definitely a red hue to the whole bit. So, True. you think they do some cursory cleaning, but right. it's been used a lot. So. And so I do want to check all the other doors and look for exits and all that. Okay. There are three other doors leading out of this room. Um, 
I start with the one at the base of the stairs. Okay. You check that door and it is locked. Dagmar, can you can you pick locks? Yeah, yeah. Let me take a look. Okay. <laughs> While he does that, I'm going to come over to the pick locks here. Okay. So Dagmar, you walk over to check that out. Yep. Yeah, you. I don't know that you've ever been down here. Okay. I would like to take a look at the lock, and I would like to check for traps as well. Okay. Make a perception roll. All right. While he's doing that, so Brokos, you're checking it out. You don't see any signs of, uh, maybe not any actual teeth. You're sure those are probably kept as souvenirs? Sure. Uh, Eleven. All right. I mean, you examine the door, and it it is a uh, simple yet sturdy-looking wooden door, metal handle, key lock but no sign of traps that you can see. Okay. Then I would like to pick the lock. All right. Then if you will make that check, and then Tris, you check the other two doors, and they are also locked. Oh, I know. People wanting to conceal their private areas. I got a 28 to pick that lock. Well, that was a lot better. That's, yeah, it that's was pretty darn good. All right. You, have the, uh, you make short work of that, the lock. I mean, it, it was... An actual decent lock, but nothing can stop you, right? So you do you open the door? Um, yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and crack the door open. Okay. Uh, behind the door, you see a fifteen-foot hall with another door at the other end. Uh, make a perception roll. I would say you, and it looks like Tris wandered back over there by you. Yes, I, I will be there for the door opening. Okay, then both of you can make perception. Ooh, rolls. that is a natural twenty. Nice. All awesome, because right. mine was an eight. <laughs> That's good. Uh, you hear somebody coming down the stairs. Oh, close the door. Yeah, I'll close the door. Okay, um, cool. Then the waitress uh, is making her way down the stairs with uh, a tray of drinks. So she what nothing? We're st- just standing awkwardly here by the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do I? Mean, do you do you continue to stand there by the door? Or do you? Um, no, I act like I am like examining the stairs. Like I am standing at the base of the stairs for whomever might come down. And okay. I'll uh, I'll take the tray from her and set it on that table that's closest to us. All right. So is she is she basically comes down and she sees you standing there. And it's like, uh, did you ordered some drinks? Yeah, yeah. I'll take them, and I will give her a gold piece as a tip. Goodness gracious, oh, somebody's money. I'm just over yeah. in the circle doing some cool karate moves trying to impress her. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, then, great. So, you take, uh, Dagmar, you put the drinks on the table and wait for her to head back up. Yep. And then I'm going to open that door again. And then I'm going to actually ask Brokos to come in and guard the stairs. Let us know if somebody else is coming down. I'll take a quick breath and say, sure, yeah. Kind of realize that I look like a fool in front of everybody, but okay. No, not at all. We are very impressed. Yes. No, man, it was cool. Very it impressed. was awesome. I got you back. Okay. Then, um, yeah, it sounds like she's the, the waitress is back upstairs, so you're welcome to open that up. Yeah, I'd like to open the door and approach the other door, but I'd like to be, I'd like to search for traps on the way to that door and okay. search the door. Actually, I like paranoid rogues. It's their job. Okay. You then you carefully step into the hall and make another perception check. Uh, better. 19. All right. Uh, you do not see any signs of traps. Okay. Looks clear. Um, and did I check the, the second door as well? Uh, I would say make another roll for the door, but. Okay. So you move down there. Uh, that one's 22. Okay. So it, it looks good. You don't see more signs of traps. It does have a, um, you can see it can be locked. Yeah, I mean, and if you look at it closely, it doesn't look like it is locked. We'll go ahead and uh, open it up. All right. Then you see another room. This You're coming out in the corner of an L-shaped room. And if you peer inside, you can see that it looks like a, to be a, like a private either meeting or possibly dining room. There's a, at the top end of the L, there's a large wooden table. It's, there's just some pottery and things sitting on it. There's, you don't see like any open paperwork or anything. It just looks like somebody has eaten there and it's not, there wasn't a mess left behind, but there's some plates and stuff. 
Are there any other exits from this room? There are. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you arrived early. Yeah. <laughs> I. You know what? I should have anticipated you guys like dungeon crawling this <laughs> pub. <laughs> so I literally just wanted to find an out. I didn't know that there was going to be like Warrens here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So there is a um, at the bot at the bottom of it. Let's say this is a downward, upside down facing L. It's kind of hard to describe for people listening to it. Uh, at the bottom of the, the the L, there is a it looks like a portcullis. Okay. Can I lift it? Yeah. Well, there there is a little locking lever next to it, and you can actually just see right see right through okay what and do I see? Oh, basically it's a 20 by 20 room it has some cots in there this is and a very odd setup i don't know what i think about all of this <laughs> yeah i've never been here this is it's kind of weird okay you know there... i'm sorry i just said cots i realized what this is uh, because i wasn't expecting this room this is the um the, their chests actually oh okay well that is fine i don't need to yeah i think this must be uh where they store some valuables. Okay, that's I don't need his valuables. Okay. So I'm assuming well, there's not another exit there. Well, you can <laughs> take note of it for later. We not do this now. You guys come back and rob them later. Is that the plan? Are there any other doors out of this room? No. Okay, then we are done here. We we will leave and go back and check next door. Okay. Right, I'd we like are... to close and lock the doors as I leave. Good plan. Just the one that was already locked. Correct. Yeah, the okay. one that was locked before. Fair enough. All right, uh, Brokos, I mean, you're listening upstairs. Uh, yep. Thus far, nobody's coming downstairs. Sounds like there hasn't really been much of a change. Um, so that probably, guys, we probably spent about five minutes or so there. So you head to the other doors and check those out? Yes, please. If Dagmar is willing. Yeah, yeah. I will check each door. Okay, so they are both locked. I will... Uh, check for traps, and then I will unlock them. I will attempt to unlock them. No, right. you will. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh, perception? Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I got a seven for the first one. All right. Looks safe. Yeah. At seven, they all look safe. Uh, and then uh, 23 to unlock. Nice. And you are the guy. All right. Yeah, you uh, you make short work of unlocking that. You want to... Open that yeah, door I think it's I think it's good. No traps there, so I go for it. All right, hmm. then you open that door, and I know whoever steps inside first. I will step inside first. I'm it not afraid. looks like a private office area slash meeting area. So there's a desk and kind of a large table with four chairs around it, some some casks of ale, and a shelf with uh, some items on it. But you're guessing it's maybe the boss's private room. Any paperwork out? Okay, before you check paperwork, <laughs> I need this door opened. So check the door, and then while I am doing that, you can look at paperwork. Sounds good. I will. I will do that. <laughs> she's giving you. She's giving you a reward for your work. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. So I'm happy. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and check that for traps, and then. Um, and so that door, it. you is both of these doors can be locked from the inside. So now that you're in, you you can literally just unlatch it. Okay, uh, then I will do that and look into this room. All right. It looks like an adjoining uh, uh, room to connect the main room to this room and a hallway. Okay, so now that I'm in here, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna try. I'm like I'm feeling pressed for time, so I'm gonna just gonna try the the door <laughs> uh, to the north of me. Is it open, or is it uh, does it lock from the inside? Uh, that one is open. Okay, so I open it. All right. Yes. I'm not waiting for traps. I'm just opening just it. Just open it up. And there's a trap. <laughs> no. There's this another long hallway with a door at the end. Good grief. This is a big place. All right. What about the door to the... I mean, is this one down south? Is that locked? It, it, well, it's locked, but you can unlock it from this side. Okay. And I'm going to unlock just... the... Yeah. I'm going to unlock it. So that one is unlocked. And then I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and go up and I will check this next door. Is it locked? Yes. That door is also locked. I grumble and call to Dagmar. And you see that hall ends in a stairway leading up. I go up the stairs. And as you reach the base of the stairs, just to make a perception roll. 
Um, that is a 14. All right. You can hear voices at the top of the stairs. So you're, it sounds like maybe the cook and there's people. So you think this leads right back up to like the main area. Okay. So you would probably be exposed if you came up the stairs. Okay. Then I will not go up the stairs, but now I know that this is a way out. So I'm pleased and I will return to Dagmar. <clears throat> All right. Dagmar, that door is a is an ironbound door and you can see the lock looks a little, a little more serious. Okay. Well, I will go ahead and try to pick that lock. So, Elar, you're probably making your way by now. Uh, 17. Not nearly as good. That is not or going to be 18. adequate. Yeah, 18. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it looks to be a tougher lock. All right. Um, okay, so I, I, I will say that is okay. We have, an, we have an exit, so if you want to go check papers and just lock up behind you, fine. I am going to go wait outside. Yeah, do you want me to leave that door that you unlocked yes. to the meeting area? Unlock Okay, we'll yes. do. Okay. So I will, I want to go take a look and I just basically want to see if there's any paperwork that's <coughs> like from the office of, you know, if he's got any stationery with his name. <laughs> or anything like that. It's a very nice letterhead. Yeah, something like that. It's like a stamp, maybe like a personal stamp, like a wax sealer or something. Okay. Uh, start you start well, say make a perception roll or an insight check while you're reading around there and then Brokos you need to make a perception roll 24 for me all right so the um, there is a, a small journal uh, not journal a ledger on the on the top of the desk mm. and you just quickly look through it and it looks like it is um, like an order schedule for predominantly drinks and some foodstuffs so you, I mean, you can see there's some sort of receipts to some of the local establishments that you have just recently been to. It's like they purchased uh, some things from the green grocer, from Brian the halfling, okay, uh, and some of uh, a few other mundane things. So nothing uh, criminal of nature jumps out at you. And then when you kind of check, the the desk has another drawer. It is also locked and has a very small, fine-looking lock on it. Um, all right. I will. Meanwhile, I'm gonna say Brokos. You would you? Uh, Thirteen. I do have a natural 13. perception of a passive wisdom of eighteen, just for future reference. Okay. Uh, so you can hear uh, some change in voices upstairs, and there's a conversation approaching the top of the stairs, and you hear some new voices. I'll uh, go over kind of quickly. I'll look at Triss, and then I'm gonna kind of nod my head, and I'm going to quickly foot it over to this door and open it and say they're coming or someone's coming that's what i'm gonna do all right dagmar you don't think you're gonna have time to get that opened yeah no i'll leave and uh lock that door on my way out all right and tris looks like you've taken a position on a table there with the, with the drinks yes i look like i am drinking i am not all right, then the two of you, or the the other two of you, rush back over then presumably to join Triss, or do you position yourself elsewhere in the room? Yep, I'm gonna just gonna be sitting, trying to sit right next to her, or maybe I'll just have a be against the wall here, trying to look cool. I am doing my best to look harmless. <laughs> wow, Bad, uh, I think you need to roll for like a yeah, buff for you, deception that on a, that one. That is a pretty significant deception. Oh, do you really want me to roll? Do you really want to look harmless? I do. I want to look very, you know, like just a, the sweetest tiefling you've ever seen. Oh, that's a 15. Okay. So you definitely don't look menacing. You're trying to put a put a friendly face on, put a smile. Mm -hmm. Try not to show too much of your canines. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the uh, uh, fighter type makes his way down the stairs with two other people uh, somewhat close behind him. He reaches the the base of the stairs and scans the room. You can see he's armored. He's got a, a scimitar at his side and uh, got some long gray hair pulled back in a, uh, a ponytail. He doesn't look old, but uh, he definitely looks seasoned. And he praises you and scans the room and then turns back and says, Looks okay, boss. And he just sort of steps up to the side here next to the wall, and his hand gently resting on the, the pommel of his sword. 
as another man comes down the stairs, who you would presume to be Mr. Vincent Coyne. It's a fairly dashing, tall man, well-dressed, uh, with a with a coat and a kind of an ornate cane, which he's obviously using just as decoration. Uh, the top of the cane has a really cool, elaborately carved skull, and uh, he's wearing a gold-rimmed monocle, and uh, he's kind of has a ruffled shirt, and he reaches the base of the stairs, looks looks around, and gives you a pretty simple smile. He says, I see you have arrived early. Uh, oh, my he looks harmless, too. Oh. <laughs> we, are, we are still waiting on um, a final member of our group. He should what be here shortly. What time is it right now? So I figured that they showed up about uh, 10 minutes early. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thinking about doing the same thing as you guys did, but you showed up substantially earlier than they did. So he will look at the table choice and uh, kind of gesture. We should probably sit over here and move over to the center of the room. Seems a little more open. And his, obviously, his bodyguards are going to take up position by the door. Power games. He's already calling the shot, Tress. I know. I, I am, like, I'm, like, I'm not liking this. I am not wanting to move. Okay. So there's an uncomfortable pause as your your harmless looking smile wavers ever so slightly. I will just I will I will endeavor to look like a confused. Oh, I don't understand. This was a nice seat. I've warmed this one up already. Uh, Dagmar and Brokus, what do you guys do? I'm gonna say to Tris, hey Tris, he wants us to sit over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just sit on this bench back here, kinda of sit down. <laughs> Well, Tris, I mean, you got to make a choice. Are you harmless or are you playing power games? That's right. I, can I not be both? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Maybe second I'd... season you've played this character, Rochelle. I know. Can I be? Can I be I'm, but, well, no, Tris is not sta- not different. Just, Tris is trying to play a different game right now. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. So, no, I will. I will not... I will not move the I will not move my seat. I will but I will move here <laughs> further away. <laughs> so she she's shifting around the table that's nearest. So weird. And this I is... will I will turn and face him from this seat. So Rika broke us on one end of the room on a bench, Triss has a separate table, and Desert Dagmar. I mean, you're trying to read the room and these people are very confusing. What do you want to do here? Um, I ju- I just moved to the table, kind of to the south of where he was sitting. <laughs> so you moved to. The I'm third at a third table, table altogether. <laughs> Everyone's oh giving gosh. each other lots of space. That's right. <laughs> we're we're practicing social distancing here. Yep. <laughs> Everybody at their own table. Yeah, there's there's not a pandemic going on in the game world yet. <laughs> I don't care. It feels more comfortable from here. Okay. I um, give my sweetest smile. I think we can talk from here, and we are still waiting on our friend. Hmm. He, he gives the barest hint of disapproval, and uh, he waits there for a moment, and then he, the waitress comes back down the stairs with another round of drinks. And, uh, actually, she's got a bottle of wine and looks around at the awkward situation going on in this room. <laughs> And brings it over to Mr. Coyne and sets it in front of him. Oh, there it is. He won. It's clear who's in charge, Tress. <laughs> well, I did not order wine. I don't care. Uh, but so he got will, served first. So she'll ask him, can I get you anything else, Mr. Coyne? And he shakes his head. Uh, Thank you, dear. And uh, she heads back up. So <clears throat> that leaves the leaves the, the lot of you just awkwardly spaced around the room to drink for a few minutes, waiting on the tardy Alar. <laughs> So it's not tardy we... if I plan it, Don. So he will uh, he will go through the process of pouring himself some wine and continue to eye you guys uncomfortably. Uh, so did we want to discuss anything before your friend shows up? I'm a busy man. We can appreciate that. Awkward. All right. Yeah, there's some uncomfortable <laughs> silences. Unfortunately, um, Alar, uh, the missing, our missing friend, he is 
more of the talker. I am just the dancer. I, I, I wiggle my tail. Hmm. I see. Curious. <laughs> so, somehow you get through the next 10 minutes. <laughs> the longest, most uncomfortable 10 minutes that will not record. <laughs> Alar, you step through. I burst doors. through the door of the red building, giving my best blue steel. And I say to the large crowd in the room, Sorry to be late. I just had a few autographs to sign. And then I look around and see my friends are not there. Yep, you. Uh, it's the same scene. There's a couple of a uh, couple of workers. Looks like they're just about settling up their tab. And other than that, there's a handful of goblins. Uh, and the proprietor who looked at you quizzically. <laughs> your uh, your meeting downstairs, and just points towards the stairs leading down. Okay, well, I, I will reset my, my cloak um, <clears throat> and readjust myself and move to the stairs. Take a deep breath as I walk down again with my best blue steel. <laughs> Glaring at them as I walk down, swooping my cape at the bottom of the stairs, saying, Sorry to be late. I had a few autographs to sign on the way. So... Say, Aylor, make an inside check there if that's even something you bothered doing. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> uh, actually, I roll really well. I got an 18. Okay, so you, you read the room, and it's even more awkward than perhaps you thought it would be. <laughs> As everybody's sitting spaced out, there are uh, two bodyguard types, uh, one with pointy things, and uh, the other one doesn't seem to be the... Uh, fighter type so they they eye you warily as you have to pass between them and they kind of step back making enough room for you uh, you see tris and dagmar at separate tables and brokers across the room perhaps where he should be at a bench oh i ignore the guardsmen and walk over to the table with vincent coin and sit down pour myself a glass of wine and say mr coin so nice to meet you. I am Alar Noestri. I'm sure you've heard of me. <clears throat> I can't say that I have so far. Well, you will. Either way, it is unfortunate that we must meet under these circumstances. We have ill tidings to share with you. Ill tidings? Do tell. And it... are your friends joining us? Are they also your bodyguards? Well, these are my band members. We perform in a variety of capacities. We've done so for Vadragan, and now we are bringing our entertainments to Knockabout. Vadragan? We don't get performers from Vadragan. Not that I've remembered. What an odd, odd bunch you are. What brings you from the city above? And is it is as, is it as dreadful as I've heard? We are finding Knockabout to be a... A much, much better environment than Vadragan was when we left it. Mm, as I would expect. And it city. is because of our newfound affection for your city that we have invited you here to discuss some concerns we have unraveled recently. Well, knockabout, as the locals do call it, is a beacon of civility and warmth and hospitality and modern modernism, as I'm sure you're learning. Marvelous, marvelous accommodations. But it would seem that old enemies of ours have infiltrated Knockabout as well. What their goals are, we are not sure of, but it would seem Coram Bray has their fingers reaching towards Knockabout, and they have hired a group known as the Dark Run Syndicate. Dun-dun. Have you heard of them? I can't say that I have, and I don't like having to say that often. Do tell. Who is this Dark Run Syndicate? And I'll Are lean a little bit other... closer to him. <clears throat> He'll lean a little bit, too. It is a group of were-rat mercenaries. Were-rats, you say? Indeed. And the ill news that I have to share with you is that they have their designs set upon the Crypt Keepers. That is most curious. What is this, a guild? Some sort of power play? 
What Indeed. evidence do you have, and what do they seek after my guild? They seek control of the city through taking control of your guild. You had best look to your own group, for I fear that even some of your lieutenants may have felt the taint of lycanthropy. Nonsense. I'd be well aware if something like that was happening under my very nose. And, and yet here we are. We offer you this information free of charge to no gain for ourselves other than our respect for your city and the desire to see whatever devious plans Corumbray and the Syndicate have be corrupted. Is this not some continuation of your aid of the rovers? I do understand that you and some of my agents uh, had, a, had, had an unpleasant interaction the, uh, the other night. Indeed. And it was from one of your agents that we got this information. Oh? I will interrupt, and I will step forward. You notice the, the one soldier kind of tenses a little bit as you do that? Yes, one of your agents, I don't care, one of your agents attacked us a second time with the intent to kill us. One of the same ones. And that is when we uncovered that they were not just one of your agents, but also members of the Dark Run Syndicate, operating not under your orders, but under theirs. <laughs> Dramatic shaking of my tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I see. What evidence do you have of this? Well, I, I don't know. I look at the Do we still right? have a boot with the... Oh, I'm wearing the yes. boots, so I will show, show the, the boot. Uh, we have another set of boots, too. I will, I will awkwardly <laughs> pick up my foot. <laughs> this. Shove, shove your foot in his face. That's, that's usually a good... <laughs> slam, your, slam your boot on the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> Send the wine decanter t tumbling. No, she's harmless and demure. Don't don't forget. <laughs> um he will be slightly taken aback as he looks at your boot. What am I looking at, miss? The symbol of the Dark Run Syndicate. I took I took these boots off of your double agent. So he will he will kind of look in closely and cock his head and look at the symbol. Uh, hmm. He rolled a natty twenty on his. So oh. Sort of looks like a intertwining rat's tails. Yes, that is what it is. That is their symbol. And I see. And now you're wearing it. Yes, because I stole it off of the person that was trying to kill us. I already said this. You not follow? Okay. So this is the person that you interrupted our tax collection and sent them packing. And then you say that she returned again. Not uh, not to our place of residence, but ambushed us on the street. Is that something that you are authorizing now? Situationally, but not in this case. Mm. We, we've come to some agreement with the rovers for now. But your story's just not adding up. Taking over the Crypt Keepers is not going to give them control of the city. At the very most, it what gives them control over a small quadrant. But this is how they operate. They take it over quietly, one section at a time. Like rats. Because that's what they are. Well, if that's the case, then they'd be infiltrating all of the guilds. Well, they might be. We don't know. We just know that they're infiltrating yours, and we're trying to help you. I can name names. Tell me some names. Well, no, because you just don't believe me anyway, so I, I don't know. I'm a reasonable man. I... I'm, I'm not well finding known so. for my shrewdness also. I go sit back down. <laughs> At the other table. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get up and go over to this first guard over here. Just stand next to him. And I'm going to just basically whatever he's doing, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so if he has his arms crossed, I'm just going to look at him with his arms crossed. You're going to try to provoke his bodyguards? No, I'm just, I'm a bit curious because just, I remember while this conversation while Ayler's talking that two of the higher ups, I don't know if these are them, were involved too. So I just want to maybe get a sense of, you know, just how like high up, 
how powerful these are. Are these just his bodyguards or they're actually like his right hand men? Like, could these be? These so, are not the lieutenants based hmm. upon their names. So I, I, I actually will like signal. <laughs> they, the they've pro- got their name tags. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. My name is yeah, I don't know who these are. So I, I, I will actually signal to Brokos and see if he will. Come here. Come here. Come here. And I. I Apparently he's at, not attending to you. Yeah, I'm coming no, over. I, I should have I should have thought about asking this before. But is Brokos like able to smell somebody that's been turned into a were rat? I don't think. I mean, I have a role uh, advantage on perception when I turn into my wild shape, but it doesn't really change. I just turn more more badgery. But um, I, I don't. You know, like because rats smell, they have a certain sure. odor, and so I'm wondering right. if. Like if Brokos would be able, with his superior sniffing ability, his super sniffer, if you will. Is that not just when he's in wild shape? I could turn into a wild shape, you know, but people would notice. (laughs) They would, would in fact, notice. (laughs) Well, so I don't wild shape, so I'm just asking him these things. So you guys are having this whispered conversation about shapes and smells. Yes. Yes. Got it. Okay. Uh, so uh, the conversation stalls over there with Mr. Coyne and he kind of glances over and says, <clears throat> so will you be providing any names, any sort of evidence? I will pull out a uh, piece of parchment and begin scribing the names of his three lieutenants. So they were Selovi, Aslak, and Solomon. I know, Don. I have it written down. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> As do I. As do I. I probably would have tried to write this down and not be able to find them. So, um, so I'll write them down and I will uh, put X's beside Solovi and Aslak. Okay. So you write those down and you pass it over so he can see it. So you just didn't want to say it out loud. Correct. All right. He will look at the, the note, appraise it, and his, uh, he'll raise an eyebrow above the monocle and like, that's quite the accusation. These and I have very specific names. How else would I come by the names of these people? How would I know? Well, finding out who my lieutenants are would not be. Don't say it out loud. I'll call out from over at my table. Perhaps you should ask one of them here. I would have needed to make some arrangements ahead of time. I'm sure that they're all occupied at the moment. Oh, they do not obey your command. So much for harmless. Oh, <laughs> pleasant. I don't appreciate your tone. Naturally, no, they a... do, but oh. they are they are occupied. It would take some time to get them to come here, and if it is as you say, that would certainly arise, uh, create some suspicion. We have little more to share with you, but rest assured that we are willing to help you in the future until you are infected. And then we will kill you. Well, I see. This is all very fascinating information. And you are an interesting group. No doubt you're going to uh, upset some local balance. And I would suggest that your two bodyguards here show you the bottom of their boots before you let them free back into the rest of the group to share what we have shared here today. He kind of glances back at them. They look at each other and shrug. The <clears throat> the one the the one with the sword um, says, "Boss, I don't think we should be listing these people. This, these are crazy accusations, sir. Come now, Vrigo. We can't be too careful. I've not really figured out what this group is up to yet, but we must consider these things. So before we go, he looks he looks at a lot of you. So are you working for the Rovers? No." And I, I say it with, with a great deal of disdain. No, and not working for the rovers. Hmm. Are you seeking other employment? Not at this time. We are a band. Did you not hear Alar? A band, yes. Got it. And I, I dance a little again. <laughs> Maybe I should take some lessons while we're down here. Maybe. I'm going to... Because your dances are, are still kind of awkward at this point. I'm going to mentally make a note of teaching Triss to how to find the beat. (laughs) 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 
so <clears throat> no, I, I, you know what? I, 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 I think I must insist that you at least check these two, especially since he does not want you to. That seems very. If one of them or both of them is an agent, then we have given our hand away. Mm. All right, make a persuasion check. Let's see how he's feeling towards oh, you. Oh, not well. I guess I could intimidate. Twenty-eight. Ooh, wow. Nice. There is no way I can be it can beat that intimidation wise. So I do it all with a smile on my face mm. and it a good- toss of my locks. Well, this is a compelling tale you've told, and I will think hard about it, but. Come now, Vrego, show us the bottom of your shoes so we can get on with our day. Got many more appointments yet to do. And uh, uh, Vrego, who's the the white-haired guard, kind of looks at the other one, looks back at the group and says, You shouldn't have believed him, boss. This is going to have to end here. It's been a pleasure working for you. Well, that worked out better than I anticipated. Yeah, it did. All right, awesome. And we're going to stop right there. (gasps) No! (laughs) (laughs) Because you've got a surprise waiting for you next session. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay, this is the most annoyed I've been this season. (laughs) This is a pretty bad one. (laughs) I guess we'll find out in Alar's little cover next week, right? What it sounds like. Put it in your... your Review. <laughs> what a delightfully awkward uh, interrogation that was. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Have a good we will week. see you next time. Yay. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to rate us, as this goes a long way to promote us. If you love our show, we are on Patreon. Even a dollar a month can help keep the content coming. For other adventures in the world of Atlas, check out our sister show, Down with Dragons, on YouTube or Twitch at Monsters of Roll. Dungeon Patrol is a Monsters of Roll production. We will see you next week. This dungeon has been patrolled. <laughs>